with the first pick. And here's Jeremy Platt with Between the Tackles. What's up, everyone? My name is Jeremy Platt, and you're listening to the Between the Tackles podcast, pre-draft edition. Today, I'm going to tell you everything that you need to know before this Thursday, April 25th's NFL Draft. Let's start off with my top 10 prospects this year. My number one prospect in this year's draft is Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle from Alabama. I first noticed him in the playoff game versus Oklahoma, where he had nine quarterback pressures. That's ridiculous. Most defensive ends and defensive tackles don't even have that in a season. In the pre-game process, he was asked about Kyler Murray, and he was talking that smack, and that gave me the attention, and I love that confidence. This entire season, Quinton balled out. If you watch his LSU tape, it looks like a highlight reel. He had 10 total tackles and two and a half sacks. Quinton Williams has the t- potential to be the next Indomitian Sue and even better. He's definitely the safest pick in this year's draft and has absolutely zero off-field concerns. On Thursday, I think he'll be a top five pick. My number two rated prospect is a little bit of a surprise. Most people have Nick Bosa, but I have Josh Allen, the outside linebacker from Kentucky. If I had to use one word to describe him, it would have to be speed. Josh Allen plays with a ton of speed off the edge and will be primarily used to get after the quarterback. This season, Josh Allen had 17 sacks and he played in the SEC. He had to go against teams like Florida who have Jawan Taylor, which is the number one rated offensive tackle in this draft. He also had to go against great schools like Mississippi State and Georgia who have outstanding offensive linemen. Josh Allen plays with a ton of speed and bend coming off the edge, and I think he'll also be a top five pick this year. My third rated prospect, we're going to stay on the defensive line with Nick Bosa, the defensive end from Ohio State. I think Bosa has the highest potential in this draft and dominated in in every single game he played. The only problem I really have with him is the amount of games he played in. This season, Bosa only played in three games, but wow, did he dominate. In those three games, he had 15 tackles, four sacks, one forced fumble, and two fumble recoveries. If Nick Bosa can stay healthy, this year, I think we see him get double-digit sacks, and I think he'll continue that trend for the rest of his career. I only dropped him down due to injury concerns, but if he stays healthy, he can be better than his brother Joey Bosa, who's on the Chargers. At number four is TJ Hawkinson, the tight end from Iowa. Yes, I know, you're probably saying a tight end, fourth overall, but I'm saying yes, a tight end, fourth overall. Coming out of college, I don't think I've ever seen a tight end this well-rounded and polished. You can use him to set the edge with his hand in the dirt in the run game, or you can flex him out wide He can run, he can catch, and he can block. He is the best tight end I've ever seen come out of college and is the tight end that NFL general managers drool over. I think he can be the next George Kittle if he lands in the right destination. My fifth rated prospect is Devin White, the linebacker from LSU. Devin White has sideline to sideline speed like Deion Jones, and I think he's the new age linebacker. He's the biggest leader in this draft, and he'll make whatever team he goes to better instantly. At number six, is the quarterback, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's hands down the best quarterback in this draft class. He's a special player. He's not just a dropback passer, and he's not just a running quarterback. He's the perfect combination between the two. He's what I think Lamar Jackson has the potential to be. Kyler also doesn't just run right away. He'll look through his progressions and then will run if he needs to. If it's with the Cardinals, the Raiders, or wherever he ends up, I think he'll be the franchise quarterback for the next 10-15 years. My seventh rated prospect is Montez Sweat, the edge rusher from Mississippi State. Montez Sweat is a genetic freak. He's the defensive version of DK Metcalf this year. He ran a 4-4-1 second 40-yard dash, put up 21 reps on the bench press, and jumped 36 inches. Montez Sweat doesn't just have insane genetic traits. He also had 19 sacks in the last two seasons. 
at Mississippi State. I think he's similar to Marcus Davenport. He has a ton of potential and is extremely raw. I love Montez Sweat's bend off the edge, and it gives offensive tackles a hard time in blocking him. Montez Sweat has a ton of potential, but he's been falling due to a rare heart condition that he has. I think he'll be a top 20 pick on Thursday and could be in the running for Defensive Rookie of the Year this year. At number 8, I have Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle from Houston. Similar to Aaron Donald, Ed Oliver is an undersized defensive tackle but he can play all over the defensive line if it's lining up in the zero tech in front of the center or lining up in the six tech against the offensive tackle. He lifted 32 reps of 225 pounds and ran a 4.75 yard 40 yard dash at his pro day. I think defensive coordinators will absolutely love Ed Oliver due to his versatility and his work ethic. I've been following Ed Oliver for over two years now and he's been working with footwork specialist Rashad Whitfield aka the footwork king. The same trainer works with guys like Jarek McKinnon and Eric Ebron. So you know Ed Oliver is going to come in with light feet and will be making plays from all over the defensive line. At number nine is my number one rated offensive lineman in Jawan Taylor from Florida. He's a phenomenal pass blocker and a strong run blocker. He combines speed and power and I love his lateral quickness. I think Jawan Taylor will be the first lineman off the board and should be a top 10 pick this week. Finally, to round out my top 10 is my favorite player in the draft, Jonathan Abram. He's a thumper but can also get after the ball. He's a, known as an inbox safety, but he can also play outside linebacker, can rush off the edge, and can play nickel. Abram plays with a ton of energy and will be making whatever team he goes to better immediately. Abram has a Steve Smith-like dog mentality and is not only my highest-graded DB in the draft, but my highest-graded trash talker in the draft. So to conclude my top 10 in order from least to greatest, it goes Quinnen Williams, Josh Allen, Nick Bosa, TJ Hawkinson, Devin White, Kyler Murray, Montez Sweat, Ed Oliver, Jawan Taylor, and then Jonathan Abram. Next, I want to go into my top five biggest sleepers in the draft. These are guys who won't hear their name in the first two rounds, but maybe at highest the third round or most likely a day three pick. Let's start with Keelan Doss, the wide receiver from UC Davis. And while UC Davis is a great academic school, it's not known for its football program. Keelan Doss has an NFL type frame. He's six foot two and had a ton of production in his college career. Even though he's outsized, he can still get a ton of separation. And he, while he doesn't have that insane speed, he also has great body control and knows where he is on the field at all time, kind of like Antonio Brown. I think Keelan Doss is going to get drafted on day three, but he has the potential to develop into a number one receiver for an NFL team. My second guy is Gary Jennings, the receiver from West Virginia. Gary Jennings popped out to me when I was watching film on his quarterback, Will Greer. Jennings looked super reliable, in my opinion. I don't think I saw him drop a pass while in the games I watched. My favorite trait about him is his ability to catch the contested ball. He would have DBs draped all over him and would still come down with it. I think he's a, either a fourth or fifth round pick this year, but can be a steal for teams like New England or wherever he ends up. Now let's look on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go to NC State linebacker Jermaine Pratt. Jermaine Pratt is a converted safety, so you know he has speed. He reminds me a lot of Darius Leonard from the Colts and has a ton of range. He can go sideline to sideline instantly. He can cover running backs and tight ends and is that new age linebacker, quote unquote. Jermaine Pratt will either be a late third round pick or an early fourth round pick, but remember, we always hear about these guys that you've never heard of being in contention for offensive and defensive rookie of the year, and I think Jermaine Pratt can be one of those guys for defensive rookie of the year. Next up is another receiver named Terry McLaurin from THE Ohio State. McLaurin constantly gets overlooked because he played in an offense with Paris Campbell and a ton of weapons, 
but his work ethic sticks out to me. It's similar to Doug Baldwin. I've been doing a ton of work on this draft, and all the scouts that are talking about McLaurin are talking about how he's gotten better and improved this offseason. He's a guy who doesn't only play offense. He also plays special teams, which teams are going to love. I can see McLaurin even going the second round, but I have a feeling he ends up being a third or fourth round pick. So I think Terry McLaurin can be the next Doug Baldwin. My final sleeper is my guy, Bless Austin, the corner from Rutgers. He has the potential to be a perfect scheme fit for zone teams that run a, either a cover three or cover two, like the San Francisco 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, the Jaguars, or the Chargers, to name a few. He's a tall and lengthy corner who also has phenomenal ball skills. The reason he gets slept on is because he's coming off a couple knee injuries, but Remember, everyone used to sleep on Richard Sherman until he became a superstar for the Seahawks. So I think Bless Austin can be the biggest sleeper in the draft. So to round that all up, my five biggest sleepers in this year's draft are Keelan Doss, Gary Jennings, Jermaine Pratt, Terry McLaurin, and Bless Austin. Now I want to talk about a couple of my draft crushes. Let's start off with... Two players in my top 10, Quinnen Williams and Jonathan Abram. These are two guys I touched on earlier, and the thing I love about Jonathan Abram is he has that dog mentality. He will hit you if you come over the middle and will keep talking that smack in your face. I love these type of players. It was Anthony Miller last year, and now it's Jonathan Abram this year, and I think he'll be an instant impact player as soon as he gets into the league. The other guy, Quinnen Williams, shouldn't be too bad either. Quinton Williams is a game wrecker, and I've never seen such a dominant interior defensive lineman in college football. If I had a bet on a rookie to be a pro bowler in his rookie season, it would have to be Quinton Williams. Quinton is going to be a top five pick this year and will be dominant once he turns into a pro. I think he has more potential than Ndamukong Sue when he came out of college. So now we have guys in our D-line, and we have one in our secondary. So what's left? A linebacker. I love the number one rated linebacker in this class, Devin White. He's an athletic freak. He has sideline to sideline speed and has tremendous instincts. White is one of the biggest leaders in the draft, and I compare him to Miles Jack. I think he's either going to go to the Raiders or the Buccaneers in the top five and will play in the Mike backer for double-digit years to come. Now let's go to offense. I'm going to give you three receivers, and let's start with Debo Samuel, the wide receiver from South Carolina. Debo Samuel is a run-after-catch guy, kind of like Golden Tate, and was unguardable at the Senior Bowl, where he played against top-level competition. Next up is Nikhil Harry, who I think has the best hands in the draft. He's from Arizona State and will make a play on the ball no matter how many people are covering him. My last receiver is A.J. Brown from Ole Miss. He's versatile. He can play both outside and in the slot. I also love how he's an extremely hard worker. He even ran the notorious hill with Jerry Rice. A.J. Brown gets a ton of separation, and I think it's better than any other receiver in this draft. So my three receivers are Debo Samuel, Nikhil Harry, and A.J. Brown. I think all three of them have the potential to go in round one, but I see them falling to the beginning of round two. Now I'm going to talk about my favorite two running backs. First off is Josh Jacobs from Alabama. Jacobs is looked at as the best running back in this entire draft and doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires because Damon Harris started most of the season. But as Jacobs started to come in towards the end of 
of the season. He was insane. I love his personality, and he's my best bet who will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. I remember watching the championship, and they just kept feeding him the ball, and he would just run over defender after defender. Then my other running back is Miles Sanders from Penn State. I love Miles Sanders' game. It reminds me a lot of Saquon Barkley's from last year. He's the most athletic back in this draft, in my opinion, and is extremely slippery as a runner. If he goes round one or round two or even round three, I think he's going to be a surprise starter for wherever he lands. So those are all my draft crushes this year. So it's Jonathan Abram, the safety from Mississippi State, Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle from Alabama, Devin White, the linebacker from LSU, Debo Samuel, the wide receiver from South Carolina, Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver from Arizona State, A.J. Brown, the wide receiver from Ole Miss, Josh Jacobs, the running back from Alabama, and Miles Sanders from Penn State. All right, everyone, that's all for me today, but make sure to stay updated on my website where I'll be writing articles about the draft, I'll be making scouting reports, and voicing my opinion on what's going on in the NFL. It is www.betweenthetacklesfootball.com. Once again, www.betweenthetacklesfootball.com. Also make sure to follow me on Twitter, where I'll be posting my hot takes and opinions on every single pick in the draft. My handle is at btwnthetackles. And follow my Instagram, where I constantly post interviews with players, and I'll take you through what I do during my scouting reports at Between the Tackles. Enjoy the draft, everyone, and that's it for me today. Jeremy out.